Hello, Alan. Welcome back to London One Radio. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. <laughs> We are very, very happy to host you again on London One Radio. Unfortunately, you're not in London, otherwise you're going to be next to me in our studio. But anyway, we can do that uh, maybe in the future. But uh, we are very happy to host you because today we're going to talk about uh, your new album, backstory so we we saw it even the the cover of the album on facebook live the last time we met each other it was 2019 i don't know if you remember it and uh, we were talking about some projects uh, that uh, you were working with uh, trevor horn but now you are the protagonist of this new solo piano album tell us about it how everything started it started when i was invited to play at the milan piano festival in um Must have been 2018, I guess now. It's hard, it's hard to keep up with the, uh, the years these days because last year just disappeared largely. Um, so I was invited to play at the, the Milan Piano Festival. And um, so I played there. And, um, and then I was, uh, and then Ponderosa, who are the record company, asked me if I wanted to make a record. Right. So I said, well, okay then. Actually, I, 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 I initially said no. But then my wife talked me into it. And um, <laughs> so uh, no, I've really enjoyed doing it. So it was what your wife uh, telling you, why don't you create an, a new album? Because it's very nice in particular the, what, what you created. The backstory is like contains a reinterpretation of songs that you recorded and performed with so many artists in your career. For example, Mark Knopfler with Dire Straits, Tina Turner, Bob Dylan. It was how was rearranging all these songs with the piano how was for you it was very interesting actually that that's one of the things i've really enjoyed about it is finding finding a way to make these songs interesting on on piano well it's kind of interesting to me and i, I hope it's interesting to everyone else um finding a way to make them work uh, as a solo piano um song i mean for instance you know making an instrumental out of a Bob Dylan song is almost sacrilege because Bob Dylan's um, songs are heavily weighted to, to the words. So when you take a, when you take the words away and try to make, play a Bob Dylan song instrumentally, it's, um, it's a challenge to make it interesting. But hopefully I've succeeded. Yeah, very well, because we can listen to it anyway. The album was uh, published on 24th of September this year, so just a few weeks ago. And we can listen to it even on London One Radio. And in a few minutes, we're going to listen even to your new brand single, which is The North. And mm -hmm. I was very fascinated by listening to it, because I think um, your soul, when you were playing the piano, your soul came out. I mean, it was just Alan Clark in that moment. Yeah, that's very kind of you. That's good, because that's what I try to do. I mean, I think emotion is the, um, is the most important part of music. So um, capturing emotion is uh, essential to, to, to um, making music work. And that's what I try to do. And it's sometimes not so easy to do in different environments. I mean, I do it all the time in my on my piano at home, when no one's listening. But then, um, but no one's listening. <laughs> so, <laughs> what do you mean, no one listening? Well, just because I'm sort of when I'm just playing to myself, that's probably that's probably when I play my best. And when I mean, you are I, completely by yourself, 
yes, where nobody is around you, you can express yourself even better. Yes, because there, because yeah, just because it's there's not there are no distractions, and I'm totally comfortable. And I know um, my favorite piano player, Keith Jarrett, said exactly the same thing. All his all the best things he ever played are at home when he's just playing to himself. But how was working? with yourself in this case because in your career you always with band for example with Dire Straits we are you were with someone else and Dire Straits Legacy as well I think it's a project where you're in uh, there are going to be some tours as well in the future we're going to talk about it maybe in another occasion but how was I mean only by yourself nobody uh, with you maybe the guitarist and then you have Uh, the the, the, uh, the singer, just Alan Clark. It's um, it's been I really enjoyed it actually because um, yeah because there's nobody else to uh, to to worry about and um, it's just totally me. Um, playing with other people is great uh, and I've done that all my life. But um, yeah, it's been it's been an interesting situation. I mean, I don't have any I don't have any keyboards to hide behind or guitar guitar players to, ha- to hide behind so it's basically kind of appearing nude um on piano and when did you record this album i mean it was during the pandemic or was before even before the pandemic it was in january just before the pandemic so i guess just as the very first incident of coronavirus happened in Eng- in england which was i think the 21st of january yeah And you completed, you completed it, basically, everything. Yeah, I, I spent, no, I did, I did half of the album then, and then I did half of the album a few months later in, in I can't remember exactly when, but in the same place, at Real World Studios, which is Peter Gabriel's studio in, just outside of Bath. Okay. But uh, has, for example, even in your emotion, while you were recording the second half of the album, the pandemic has had an impact on you? I mean, even while you were recording it? Yes, because by then I'd I'd spent uh, several months just isolating at home, being 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 stuck in the house. So um, it was that was one of the first occasions that I ventured out of my house. Yes. Although, may I say that I'd done that once or twice to go and work with, with Trevor Horn down in London. And um, one of the things I did was record a um, part of a Rod Stewart record. Yeah. Uh, partly in my house during the COVID, uh, during the lockdown, and then partly at... Um, at um, Trevor Horn's studio. It wasn't a new experience for everyone anyway, but we were listening to The North, your brand oh, new single, yeah. which is it contained in the new album. And we were talking about it, I was made a little bit of an introduction in Italian event for our Italian listeners. And uh, I was saying to them that basically all these songs which are contained in the new album, you're going to perform it in London on the 1st of November. That's right, at, at um, Heath Street Baptist Church in Hampstead which is in North London and it's going to be on the 1st of November at 8 o'clock so come along and um, I promise I'll meet everyone who comes it, w- it will be a wonderful event even because for a so long time finally we can uh, join some live music how is it going to be for you going back uh, to live performances I mean after so many months that we, we've been unable to join a live concert because of COVID. I'm really looking forward to that, yes. 
It's been too long. It's been too long. We need to join some new music. I mean, yes. there is a message that you would like to share with us. You called it a backstory. And I think in each song that you selected for this album, there is a backstory. There is some backstory that you would like to share with us tonight about one of the songs in particular. Okay, let's say Tina Turner, um, Private Dancer. So I recorded that and... and i actually met Tina for the first time when I was sitting at the piano in, in the recording studio in London, um, running through that, running through the song with the band. We'd already recorded it with Dire Straits, actually, that, that song. So we'd kind of worked out the arrangement and everything. And, um, Tina came in and, um, and we got on famously well. And then she, she then invited me to tour with her in the states which was she was going to be promoting the private dancer album and um so having seen as dire straits were taking a hiatus at the time i said okay i'll do that and so um i spent six weeks or so in uh, touring america with tina and she was supporting lionel richie and during that tour uh private dancer her private dancer album went to number one in America and around the world. So it was a very good time to be with Tina. And we had a we had a pretty damn good party that night in I think it was in San it was in San Antonio, Texas. And we went to a um a Mexican restaurant and trays of tequila came out. <laughs> wow. It's all, all a bit of a blur thereafter. What's so special about Tina Turner? Because I know that you you were a big fan of Tina Turner. Yeah, well one of the records that really struck me when I was young was um River Deep Mountain High by Tina, Ike and Tina Turner. When I first heard that, I thought it was just the most extraordinary record. I mean, when you listen to it now, it doesn't sound that different. But back in 60, whenever it was, 1960-something, it, um, it was groundbreaking. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Before leaving you, there are so many questions that just came on our WhatsApp. And there is Martina. She's very curious about what type of piano you, you decided to choose to, to play and record this album. Chose, it was a, a Bosendorfer. Okay. Bosendorfer, and it was about a seven, seven and a half feet, maybe seven foot. And, but I also had Peter Gabriel's Bosendorfer, private Bosendorfer. He very kindly loaned me that. So I had two Bosendorfer pianos so I could choose whichever one I wanted to use. I think I used the smaller of the two most of the time. Why But, that? Because there is a particular I mean, sound that this piano can uh, give to the songs that you selected for this album? Well, Bosendorfer pianos are great. I mean, they're, they're obviously world-class pianos. Steinway pianos are good too. So either of those two will do me fine. And Martina said, I do, I do understand that your decision to use this piano even because I'm a piano player so thank you Alan for sharing this music said Martina and I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to see you in London at the concert of the 1st of November because she's going to be there so she told me that okay. and we can't wait to see you live on the 1st of November of course mm -hmm. we're going to be there as London One Radio and uh, Alan when you are back in London please come in our uh, studio so we can uh, discover more about Backstory your new album thank you very much I, I, I certainly will. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much.